Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 173 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful wednesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar december the 1st 2021 actually you might want to check your calendar and rip off that page on a lone and lonesome highway oh sorry sorry turn the page bob seeger my fault getting into the oldies today it's december the first nonetheless can't thank you enough for stopping by we have a loaded show plenty of nonsense ahead but before we get into that please take a few moments too smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping but if you're watching on one of our social media platforms make sure you hit that like button or follow button there in addition so you never miss any of our social media content on those platforms However, if you're listening to the pod on your favorite uh, podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every live show after each episode is complete. Next item up on the docket. You could be so kind. You can find it in your heart to do so. You got a couple extra seconds while you're watching the show. Go ahead, hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Hey, maybe hit the share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you call good old-fashioned degenerates and like cash and tickets, because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod, and we are for all. And when you do those things, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it, and it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description, where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content, so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 173, I am your humbled, honored, 
hyped and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some picks, insights, analysis from me and my partner, maybe some laughs, maybe a little motivation, maybe jump into some rabbit holes here and there in between. I am incredibly honored to be able to steer this proverbial podcast boat gently down the stream from time to time, but it is not without one man's help that I am actually able to do that. And that man is present with me here on the show. He sits to my left on this here pod every doggone morning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. He also sits on my left every single Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Wise Words Podcast. Oh, you thought I forgot. I wouldn't shamelessly plug it today. Season 2, Episode 2 dropping with this man to my left. You know him as the man, the myth. The degenerate gambling legend, and oh, let's not forget the TTL's resident cheesehead and South Sider himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Little Bob Seger in the morning, my friend. I love the jam. I'm jamming. But no, hey, I don't even have to ask. How you doing over there today, pal? I'm uh, doing damn fantastic, my man. Uh, Tried to call my shot yesterday as far as some White Sox move, or maybe that was Wise Words, so maybe uh, you'll have to check out the Wise Words podcast to see Uh uh, see me put my foot in my mouth. Got to adjust my camera here, but I'm doing fantastic, my man. It is a uh, steamy, uh, nice December 1st, 50-degree day here, Mm -hmm, it looks like, mm -hmm, but hey, mm -hmm. I'm rocking and rolling, man. I don't know about you. We've got like 75 college basketball games on the slate today, dude. It is a nice little Wednesday treat for us today, but nonetheless, I'm feeling good how about you i am feeling spectacular you know how i do you know what goes down uh it's a beautiful day to be alive on this here wednesday the rest is up to you you also know how it goes down uh this side of the camera everything's great you know still got the hoodie on still uh getting warm but yeah probably by about the time we get done recording here uh gonna have some nice 50 almost 60 degrees december 1st you know hey <laughs> if uh, ever there was a time to make a case for global warming hey you might have one here my friends i don't know this is not a political links, show but what i know is i also might hit the links too <laughs> Also, what I do know, in addition to that, my friend, is that we are a full transparency show, and uh, we always share our bets of the day before, whether they are winners or they are losers. Now, you know by this time, the losers are far and few between, especially from my partner, especially from me. It is not something that we pride ourselves on when we dish out one loser. Now, my friends, wasn't the best day on the boards for your boy yesterday. Partner broke even, but nonetheless... We still have to show you today's, well, not today's, yesterday's best bets of the day from the TTL crew. They are now live on your screen. Okay, my friends. Now, Oop, typo. <laughs> I know I saw that uh, somebody tried to sneak themselves in an extra win there. Uh, our mags went two and two on the day. Uh, Clemson was the one, plus one and a half, ended up actually losing. So yep. uh, not the best showing there from Clemson against Rutgers. Uh, Indiana, neither was that one. I don't think that was the right side uh, for either one of us to be on. We both lost that one, partner. Um, I-, I don't know where in the world that Syracuse team has been, but they came out yeah. of nowhere and they shot the lights out in the uh, Continental center or whatever the heck that place is called i think uh in their games some type of overaction whether it's their team total the other team total the full game Mm. team total i think that's the target for syracuse games going forward my man 
I think you're on uh, spot on. Well, speaking of, hey, team total, you can see up there, uh, you got the Indiana team total over 75 and a half, only went to two overtimes, three overtimes to mm-hmm. uh, make it over 100, but there oh, you it go. It was, uh, you know, no sweat as far as uh, if it wasn't an overtime game, though. It was uh, low scoring in the first half, though. It was a little sweaty for me. I was getting nervous in the first half there. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Uh, they definitely, both teams turned on the heat in the second half. And then yeah. uh, the Billikens of St. Louis <laughs> University <laughs> winning outright as plus three and a half point dogs. I love that one. Uh, didn't end up, end up tracking that one. I should have because uh, I played that one and ended up cashing that ticket. So thank you, good sir. As for me, shield your eyes, folks. Holy shit. One and four. You know, these days come around every once in a while. I was telling you, partner, pre-show, I hate to have them. And, I mean, I, I ask that you judge me by my last 1,000 plays because I am way up, way positive. I have a great track record with college basketball. It just seems early in the season on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, I throw in this weird-ass day that's a 1-4 or, or, or something like that or a complete offer, and I just don't understand it. What I can promise you is that it ain't happening again. I made some mistakes. I see some things. We are correcting them promptly here today on the show, and I think we got plenty of cashers coming your way. Two for Tuesday, Parley barely misses, man. <sighs> Grizzlies take care of business, and then the Golden State Warriors, your boy, your boy. Got locked up bad, man. And, uh, yeah, the Suns without uh, – I think Devin Booker went down in the second, and they still yeah. took care of it in the second half, man. It was close, uh, and then they pulled away at the end there. They sure did. And, hey, even the money line dice were cold yesterday, my oh, friend. 0-2, oh, uh, bad beat to cover the plus 3.5, and, and then obviously Tulane did not win outright. They ended up losing by 5. Okay, so – we're a full transparency show and all, but we don't like to dwell in the past and dwell on our mistakes. We like to say we have minds of goldfish, my friends. So uh, there they go. They're gone. We ain't talking about them no more here today. What we are talking about now is what's coming up on today's show. As per usual, we got our Mag's best bets. He's got, uh, what, three? Three dishes Three, out? sir. Okay. Got three coming at you. We're actually lining up on one. So as usual, maybe we'll call it a crew play. We got uh, five picks coming from me. So actually four because we're lining up. Feeling really, really, really good about a clean sweep. I'm telling you, I'm feeling good about a clean sweep. I'm putting it in the world now. Wednesday special plays. Special plays. That's right. I did not stutter. We're not telling you what it is, but Wednesday Warrior. You've seen him featured as a Wednesday Warrior on this show here before. And, you know, just because we like to give you a little extra juice, a little extra sweat, not just a single play. We need some more plus money poly action. We're also cooking up the prop. Oh, oh my goodness. The parlay pop-off. Uh, a go. lot of primetime parlay, primetime, this all. We got too many P's and parlays. The parlay pop-off is what I am trying to say here. Second special play of the day that bad boy's paying out at over five to one odds so stick around for both special plays today we'll recap all of that jazz then we'll welcome in the cubicle all-knowing objects that we refer to as the money line dice they are live on set we will uh, cut them a free promo once uh they come along and uh we will uh, have them roll for a primetime matchup of sorts Maybe a Big Ten and ACC challenge game that uh, neither one of us had the Yones to back the side that we think we really should back. So we're just going to stay away and let the dice figure it out. Who's to say? We got the dice. I'm, I'm ready to take the uh, the dice's word on that one, my man. Like you said, not, yeah. uh, not feeling too confident enough in the one side, but uh, we'll see about the dice. 
I am not confident in either side, so we're going to yield back and we're going to let the dice do their magic. Uh, that'll wrap it up for basically the first half of the show, segueing in the second half of the show, uh, where we got our mag sidebar. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of daily leans we got. I got a handful. I know you got a handful. We'll obviously fall into a rabbit hole or two, as we always seem to. And uh, then we'll give you some key announcements, the always important TTL announcements. Uh, we'll have uh, wise words to talk about, additional content, other stuff happening, yada, yada, yada. Motivation minutes. A little something, uh, I uh, follow a page on Instagram and I heard some stuff and it's not, not my original uh, thought. I can't remember if I brought it to the show or not. If not, it always bears repeating. I know I brought one um, about the glass, but did I bring the one about $1,000? Um, talk if I gave you $1,000 or if I gave you a million dollars? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay, so sick. I Because I, I tell a lot of people about a lot of things. Could be wrong. But, Doesn't uh, sound okay. familiar, though. Okay, so we'll bring it uh, here to the Motivation Minutes. A little uh, little message, different message. I can't take full credit, but I uh, heard this, and it really gave me some perspective uh, on just living each day to the fullest. So bring that in today's Motivation Minutes. But for now, almost 15 minutes past the top of the hour. You better take the over today. It looks like we're going to be fucking windy. <laughs> uh, partner, anything else from you, my friend? on uh in relation to today's show or any news i don't think so my man i'm uh this week's kind of cruising right along we had some great action last night it's uh mm-hmm. it's already wednesday man i i can't even believe it it's wake up here I'm, we uh, go it's hump day ready for all the action my man let's go Okay, my friend, uh, before we do, be sure to follow us on the Action Network app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at rmags in all caps. You can follow the Talking the Line best bets of the day at Talking the Line. You can also find all of our best bets on the Chalkboard HQ app. You can download that on the App Store or Google Play and follow them at Chalkboard HQ on Twitter. Uh, follow the Talking the Line board on there. Jump in one of our uh, channels and go back and forth with us. Let's have uh, some fun in there. Think Discord, but all sports betting. And then also, uh, if you don't have any of those, you don't want to download an app, just go to TalkingTheLine.com. Find all of our content there, and you can find our best bets on the Today's Best Bets tab. Who would have thought? Outside of that, my friend, cut the nonsense, quit the drama, and stop the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone, cold locks, picks, insights, and analysis, jumping into rabbit holes, but most importantly, running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado... Let's kick things off here, as we always do, with the first segment of episode number 173. Our mag's best bets of the day is now live in prime time. See it in the ticker. Partner, to me, to you. Was not ready for this one, apparently. Here we go. <laughs> to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets. Take your sip, and hey, partner, when they all do, you have the floor. Alrighty, my man. <clears throat> I will uh, save our crew play for Ooh. the last one Ooh. here. After you get your nice sip of coffee there, but I'll Lock take it load. off here. Uh, we'll actually go to a little not ACC oh. Big Ten challenge game, but a game that's about as big as any of those games is. I'm going Texas Tech and Providence in this one. I'm going Texas Tech minus the two and a half against Providence. Love it. I know a lot of I know a lot of people love Providence right now, and partner, I can assure you that uh, I will have Providence in my bet slip as the season goes along. I can pretty much guarantee that you will as well in certain spots. Guarantee. But I don't think this is, I don't think this is as a spot that you need to be back in the old Providence Friars in this one. 
Texas Tech has been quietly really, really good this year, despite uh, having faced a really weak schedule, and they've kind of flown under the radar here. They're actually rated 11th uh, in the country in Ken Palm out of th- all 358 college basketball teams, top 25 in uh, adjusted offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency, one of a handful of teams that can boast that top 25 at both sides of the ball category. Their only knock, like I said, is that strength of schedule, but they have absolutely dog-walked every single team that has come in their way. Four and two ATS, the only two games that they have failed to cover were a couple of t- over 20-point spreads. I think one of them was like 29 and a half mm-hmm. against some really bad teams. So I am not too concerned about this one at all. Like I said, we like Providence, but I think Texas Tech might be a top 15 team in the country. And Providence, it's they're a very matchup-based team, and I don't think that this is a good matchup for them. They're top, outside of the top 100 in their own ADE, adjusted defensive efficiency, and 69th in Ken Palm, actually. So quite a big drop. Okay. You have that big uh, you know, gap as far as the overall Ken Palm rankings. And a short spread like this, I'm going to go gravitate to the team that's number 11th in the damn country. That win over Wisconsin for Providence has a lot of people, including us. Like I just said, we're going to have them in uh, certain spots. Has people in love with Providence. This is a very, very, very different matchup for for these Friars here. Texas Tech, uh, while I love Wisconsin as well in certain spots, uh, this Texas Tech is a completely different matchup for uh, for the old Friars. So... I like Texas Tech to get this one done rather handily, partner. I uh, I know a lot of people are liking Providence, but I am all over the Red Raiders today uh, to cover that two and a half. Are you with me or not on this one? Oh, I'm with you, pal, and I got to look at you and also do this at the same time, and I'm over here with you as well. I absolutely love it. Hey, you know, I love Ed Cooley and the Friars as much as the next man, but I, much like you, think this is just a bad matchup for him. Uh, even with the loss of Chris Beard, uh, backfill of a new coach here. I can't think of the coach here. Look at me blanket. talking about Ed Cooley and can't think of uh, who the Texas Tech Red Raiders is. Either way, I think the two and a half is a great number to catch it at. I uh, I think a lot of people are going to be running to the home dog here in the Friars at plus two and a half, and I just don't think it's something you need to do. Listen to my partner lock in his first best bet of the day. Texas Tech Red Raiders minus two and a half. If you could be so kind, sir, to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks, unless you unless you have one final closing thought, might as well just keep going after that. Uh, no, Mark Adams is the uh, current head coach of Texas. Mark Tech. Adams, give the respects to that guy Shout coming out. in and uh, taking Shout care out. of business. Shout Trust out. you tonight, Marky. So uh, moving on, back over now to the Big Ten and ACC team I just mentioned. Not taking a side on this one, Wisconsin and Georgia Tech. I am going to the total. I am going under 130, uh, 130 and a half. I actually, do your line shopping. I say 130. Ha- 130 and a half because I like that number all the same. Uh, last I checked on DraftKings and FanDuel, there's a two point difference. You can actually catch it 132 and a half on DraftKings uh, at least a half an hour, an hour ago. Don't know if that's still there or not. But I got it 130 and a half and I like it right there. Sounds like a low number, but I think it's actually too high for both of these two teams here. Uh, Wisconsin. Number eight in ADE, defensive efficiency, and 301st in tempo. I don't feel like I have to go too deep into detail about who Wisconsin is. Everyone knows the style of play that they play, the defense, and the tempo. Their defense is as good as they've ever been, and their tempo is as slow as they've ever been, and they're keeping these games. Actually, they're 3-3 three and three to the uh, over-under 
Uh, their numbers to this point have been really, really low, but this Georgia Tech team is actually a team that's been playing some weak opponents, and they've had some numbers in the 140s, and they've also kind of been towing the line as far as over-under, so that's what brings this one up. But Georgia Tech themselves, not terrible uh, defensively. 66, AD, uh, ADE, not bad, mm-hmm. not great, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely formidable, and it's gonna it good enough for a Wisconsin offense that's not blowing the doors off of anybody. And they're 146th in tempo, right in the middle of the pack. If you give me a, uh, as long as you're not giving me a top 100 tempo team against Wisconsin, I'm going to be interested in the under here. Uh, Georgia Tech's most recent game, 61 to 59 win over Georgia Southern. A little fishy as far as the final score there, but as far as that total, Georgia Southern is a team 309th in tempo, very close to what uh, the tempo that Wisconsin plays. Uh, I kind of see Wisconsin getting to that 60-point range right like there, but Georgia Tech has not faced any defensive opponent like this Wisconsin team, and I think Georgia Tech's offense is going to really struggle in this game, an offense that, like I said, against these bad teams has been putting up points, but it's not going to happen tonight. That weak schedule they faced has got them looking a little fugazi, partner, and I think I'm to kind of talk myself into it i'm interested in that wisconsin spread gonna stay away from it because hey i mean wisconsin this this could be a 51 49 type game i don't know but i'm in love with this underman 130 and a half take it do your line shopping if you can find it a little higher than that take the under there as well yeah the spread to me was a little bit too fishy i was kind of interested in wisconsin but also at the same time interested in georgia tech Uh, i think you hit the hammer uh right on the nail the head of the nail uh rather however the hell you say that saying (laughs) i don't know either way um i think that georgia tech does struggle offensively i think this wisconsin defense even us before a couple games prior we doubted that wisconsin defense and they are fucking legit right so hey i think you're on the right side i think georgia tech comes up with a few stops too here and there Mm -hmm. and i don't think honestly wisconsin is going to blow the door off doors off of anybody right now offensively so hey i'm with you on that one i think this one stays well under 135 and a half you caught it at uh 130 and a half 130 and a half okay yeah, yeah i thought that's what it was right around that so yeah uh perfect yeah 131 and a half it's gone up a point but i don't think that matters here in this situation i think that's just trying to get more money in on the over so hey there you go second best bet of the day coming from mr mags you got uh one more to dish out i believe we're lining up on this one yay or nay Correct. Big okay. 10 ACC as well, my friend. Another Big 10 ACC challenge. Well, if you would be so kind as to indulge the kind folks out there, what are we lining up on for your third best bet of the day? My first best bet of the day. All righty. This one we are going to, and I am liking what I'm seeing as we go along here. Virginia Tech plus one and a half. Yes, sir. Partner, I, I, I don't yes, want to hate on Maryland too much here because I don't hate Maryland. I'm just a little baffled at the sheer ridiculous amount of money that's been poured onto Maryland this morning on this uh, short spread. Like I said, if you want to talk yourself into Maryland, I can listen to that argument, but as far as being 89% of money down on this Maryland spread, I'm really confused about this. And since uh, we've seen that this morning, the spread is uh, quickly going to plus one, getting a little easier for that Maryland team to cover. Oh, yeah, that's what the books do. That's right. They make it easier for teams to cover. That's right. 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 When they want to get their pants pulled down and everyone takes all their money. Right. Big game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Virginia Tech here. um, And again, I think these teams are fairly close. I just think Virginia Tech is without a doubt the better team here. They've been undervalued, uh, lost their last two games, but it's against two good teams in Memphis and Xavier. Mm. Lost really close to Xavier, really good team and fought well with a very good Memphis team. Only lost by eight, I do believe. They're five and two ATS compared to Maryland's two and five. 
The home court perception, I think, is part of what's going on here for Maryland, but they're 2-5 and five ATS. Uh, their straight-up record is fine, but they've been kind of letting some of these weaker teams that they've played hang around a little bit, uh, let them cover those spreads. Uh, and they haven't taken care of business at home all too well here. So uh, in addition to that, they lost straight up as 9.5-point favorites to George Mason. I just don't see it with them uh, in this spot right here. Again, another team that I'm sure we'll have in our bet slip throughout the season. It's a solid Big Ten team, uh, but I think Virginia Tech is just really under the radar here. I'll let you take care of most of the rest of this. Uh, Texas Tech, 26th in Ken Palm, uh, and that slow tempo, in my opinion, is going to control the game, partner. So go ahead and take it from here, but I'm in love with the Virginia Tech Hokies, plus the one and a half where we caught them. I'm, I'm in love with the Hokies. Moving. I'm in love with the Hokies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, absolutely love them. I think they're being extremely undervalued here, um, and people are just throwing money at the Terps um, yeah. just because of back-to-back -back losses for the Hokies. Now, this is not even, I was going to say your uncle's Maryland team, but man, this ain't even the Maryland team from last year, my friend. Right. They are just not the same. They're not doing the, the usual high-flying, running and gunning, knocking down shots. Believe me, I bet on them a few times. I've watched the games. They're just not there, and this is a huge statement. Huge rebound game for uh, the Virginia Tech Hokies, and I think this is uh, going to be the spot where you see them lay the hammer down. They might even win by double digits, but we don't need that. We just need them to uh, stick around for the plus one or just win it by a point. I'm fine with that. Now, a couple things that I found here that are going to be key and critical. Uh, per covers, Virginia Tech holds an edge over Maryland in points per game, field goal percent, free throw percent, defense, turnovers, and their bench. The only thing Maryland holds an edge over Virginia Tech on is rebounding. Now, I know typically in the past, Virginia Tech has been the bad team team if you want to say between these two teams in the matchup but it's totally different this year and I think Virginia Tech because of those key advantages they're gonna run away with this one another reason why is because of the three ball Virginia Tech shooting 40 percent from behind the three-point arc right now they're only allowing opponents to shoot 22.6 percent you look at Maryland you compare that to them only shooting 28 and a half percent from behind the arc and allowing opponents to shoot 34 and a half percent from behind the arc Huge advantage right there. I don't even need to say more. You see how much of a split that is. Um, you mentioned some of the key defensive uh, stats for Virginia Tech. I think turnovers are what it's going to come down to, man. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Virginia Tech 44th offensively and 83rd defensively. You look at Maryland 94th offensively. 263rd defensively. Those are all per Ken Palm. I don't think... Uh, uh, Maryland's going to be able to come up with those classic turnovers, that classic defense. I think it's going to be Virginia Tech that gets the turnovers here today. But you don't believe me. You don't believe my partner over there. What do I always say, man? Believe what the trends. <laughs> Virginia Tech, 5-2 and two ATS, last seven overall. You mentioned that, partner. But did you know they're 9-1 and one straight up their last 10 December games? But I will go ahead and take the extra point and a half as we rip one uh, page off of the calendar here. Maryland, 2-6 and six ATS, last eight overall. 1-5 ATS, last five home games. 1-4 ATS, last five as a home favorite. And you better believe I'm a homer for them, and they are terrible on hump day. Maryland, 0-5 oh ATS. Yes, last five Wednesday games. Give the TTL crew the Virginia Tech Hokies. Best bet of the day, plus one and a half. Anything else you it, need man. to say, uh, my friend? As far as my best bets, not really. Uh, I do have off uh, not an official pod bet, 
But uh, my fade Mississippi Valley State boys are in action tonight at a more than reasonable spread here tonight. More than Texas reasonable. Down a more than points. reasonable. Drop down a couple points, partner, but that doesn't really concern me at all. I think they're going to lose by at least 30 points tonight. Mississippi Valley State, Delta Devils. If you haven't stopped by, fade them whenever you get the chance, unless uh, unless you see me doing otherwise. Go ahead and do it for me today. I love uh, love your thoughts on that, my friend. When it's uh, <laughs> when it's in the 20s, I'm glad you brought that to the show. That is our classic uh, fade team. If you haven't been around the TTL pod or anything TTL, that is uh, our mag's fade darlings, if you will. The Delta Devils, uh, God bless them. They show up all the time and get their teeth kicked in, you know, and help us cash tickets on just ridiculous spreads. I actually never, like, verified it, but they are, without a doubt, dead last in Kempom by, Not like, good. five Not efficiency good. point margin, Not whatever good. it is, to the next team. 350. Not good. It's rough. It's rough. Not good. Not good at all. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Our mag's best bets of the day and one unofficial pick of the day for all you beautiful gambling people out there. Let's keep this show steaming on down the tracks with the second segment of the day. Oops, my best bets of the day was already up. accidentally hit the keyboard as well. So without further ado, my friends, direct your attention to the first play from me coming today. It has moved in what you would might say the wrong direction but I would remind you that this exact movement happened with the Cornell Big Red, and we run outright, and also happened with the Howard Bison last night, and we covered that bad boy too. So I think the Citadel Bulldogs are being extremely undervalued against the UNC Asheville Bulldogs. It's the battle of the Bulldogs, my friend, mm-hmm. and I'm going with my darlings. You know me. You know the Citadel. I love them so much. I want to take the money line, but just in case, I'm going to take the points, just in case any funny business, and you should too. I'm fine with the movement. Lock it in where it's at. Key reasons as to why Citadel is going to cover this game at the bare minimum. Offense is going to rule the day where Citadel holds a clear advantage, my friends. Scoring 88.3 points per game, shooting 48.9 from the floor, 39.8 from behind the arc, and they are 21st per Ken Palm in expected field goal percent. You look at UCA in comparison, only scoring 73.8 points per game, shooting 43.6 from the floor, 35.5 from beyond the arc, and they are... 345th in expected field goal percent. Get out of town. Another thing you know I love, tempo. What do I always say? Seeming to uh, start clicking around the college basketball community. I believe the Bulldogs of the Citadel are going to boat race the Bulldogs of the UNC Asheville University. They have a 53rd ranking per Kempom in tempo. You look at UNC Asheville, 197th. So I think Citadel is going to get out and run, use that offensive edge. And then last but certainly not least, I think the rebound category is going to be something we see here as a clear deciding factor for the Citadel. They're averaging about 41 per game and allowing opponents about 35. UNC Asheville's only uh, pulling down about 30.3. They're allowing opponents 35.2. It's time for the names like Hayden Brown, Tyler Moffey, the seniors to start stepping up and start laying the hammer down on some of these lesser teams and getting back to the machines that they were last year. They begin doing it today, but you don't believe me, believe the damn trend. Citadel, 5-1-1 ATS last seven overall, 4-1-1 ATS last six road games, 24-8-1 ATS last 33 following a straight-up win. UNC Asheville, 1-4 ATS last five following a straight-up win on their side, and 2-5 
ATS last seven games on Wednesday. Give me the Citadel Bulldogs. Plus one and a half, plus three and a half now, plus two and a half. I don't care. They're covering whatever number we get them at. I like it, my man. I'd be really interested to hear some reasoning of this so far, as far as why some of these lines have moved. Because, I mean, they're obviously low volume. So, I mean, one explanation is all it takes is for one, you know, UNCA Stooge fan to throw a dime down. Not even some 100%. ridiculous amount. 100%. And um, 100%. to move it a, a point or two, you know what I mean? I, 100%. I, that's my best guess for why it is. But I still yeah. like it, my man, all the same. Thank you, good sir. I appreciate you. All right. Well, there's my first best bet. Let's move it into... My second best bet of the day. All right, here we go, my friends. We're going to the matchup between the University of Rhode Island Rams and the university, not even a university, it's just Harvard University, baby. You got to be real smart to get in that son of a bitch. <laughs> it don't have a university before. It's after just a single name. Is that us? Bro, we're from the Harvard, Harvard of the, the Midwest. Midwest, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> if my baby. shirt doesn't tell, win or lose, we still, we still booze. booze. I'm wearing my damn shirt. <laughs> Let's go. They're playing the real Harvard, the Harvard Crimson. Harvard Crimson plus two and a half, my friends, is what I'm hammering in, and I think you should too. This number's at the perfect spot, and I think it's going to be a back-and-forth sweat, and it is not going to finish by more than two points either way. URI has been a really good team, and on paper, sure, they're the better team than the Crimson, but uh, this game is not played on paper. Last time I checked, it is played on the hardwood, and as a matter of fact, it's played on the hardwood at Harvard, and Harvard has been a wagon at home, my friend. They are 4-0 straight up and 2-0 ATS as a home team this year. URI on the road, 0-1 straight up, 0-1 ATS. But that's not the only reason why I love the Crimson. It comes down to tempo, boys and girls. The Crimson are going to boat race the Rams. URI, 237th per Ken Palm in tempo. Harvard, 70th in tempo. I also think it's going to come down to turnovers for the Harvard defense. Harvard on defense per Ken Palm, 99th in turnover percent. The Rams on offense, 293rd in turnover percent. I also think it comes down to the free throws. My friends, URI, you wouldn't believe it, only shooting 71% from the charity stripe and the Crimson. 75%, oh, 75.6% actually, to be exact, from the charity stripe. You don't believe me over there in that little box? You don't believe me out there? believe the damn trends harvard 36 15 and 1 ats last 52 games as a dog 5 and 0 ats actually their last five as a puppy dog 4 and 1 ats last five as a home pooch and 10 and 1 ats you better get familiar last 11 wednesday games oh they don't have a case of the monday blues here boys and girls uri 0 and 4 ats last four road games 1 and 4 ats last five as a road favorita and uri 291 ats last 12 following an ats win damn the rams give me the crimson the smart fellas might be good in the books but they're good on the court too i'll take the two and a half damn it harvard crimson second best bet of the day I like it, my man. I'm going to sound like a broken record because we like some of these Ivy League teams this year, man. And I keep saying whenever some of these teams are scrappy, they're scrappy. Mm, they're I scrappy. think the entire they're league scrappy. just might be a damn scrap and a half this year, man. And uh, I'm excited for this one especially because I think we're on the right side with this one. Uh, we'll obviously, uh, well, not obviously, we haven't said it yet, but we might have another play on this one that I'm definitely backing you on as well. Oh, okay. You don't say. Well, who's to say? Who's to know? Who's Who to are say? we? Who's we might say? come upon it in another segment here on this show. But for me, there's another best bet coming out. 
And in honor of our season two, episode number two of the Wise Words podcast dropping today at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on this YouTube channel, our guest, actually a uh, Iona Gale alumni himself. And I thought, there's no way that this play misses, especially with the, the, the stars just lining up with that fact. So I have to. Give out is my third best bet of the day. The Iona Gales minus seven and a half is what I caught him at, but it's up to eight and a half. I'm fine with that. I'd love it all the way up to nine and a half if it moves even more. The Gales are a much better team than the Maris Fox as their opponent. And I think this is going to be a huge, huge bounce back game for the Gales. The Gales are actually coming off of uh, two straight losses, one to Kansas and one to Belmont. Two extremely, extremely, extremely good teams, and they are nothing anywhere close on the same level as Marist. I'll tell you some key stats, and you'll see what I mean, but this is going to be a Gales team that's ready to lay the hammer down and needs to make a statement after two embarrassing losses. Keys to me in this game, once again, tempo. Iona, 106 in the nation. Compared to Marist, 328th in the nation. Iona's going to get out, run the score up, faster than you can say quick. There's also a defensive edge for Iona in this game. Iona's 82nd in ADE, 78th in opponent expected field goal percent, and Marist, they are 234th in ADE and 281st in opponent expected field goal percent. Go right ahead and strap on the straight jacket. You're insane if you want to back the defensive edge there with Marist, but go ahead and get even crazier if you want to back Marist trying to cover the points with the three-ball freaking edge that I found on this one, Marist. 32.8% offensively, allowing opponents to score 32.8% from beyond, uh, beyond the arc on defense. Iona, 33.1% offensively, so not terrific right around where Marist is allowing, but only 26.9% on defense. I think Iona limits a three ball, any of them from Marist, and their three ball allows them to pull away. But you don't believe me. You thought I was going to dish out another play without any trends. You're out of your damn mind, my friend. So <laughs> here the they place. come. Iona, 12-3-1 ATS last 16 as a favorite. 3-0-1 ATS last four as a road favorite. 7-2-1 ATS last 10 following an ATS win. Maris, 2-4 ATS last six overall. And they are 0-4 ATS last four as a dog. There's a reason. They are pooches here, my friends. Don't back the Marist Foxes. Side with me and my partner, I hope, too. The Iona Gales, minus 7.5, or I'm comfortable with minus 8.5, too. Yeah, I like it, partner. Typically, as far as uh, some mid-majors, I don't like a spread this high, but I do like it with the Gales. They are that good, in my opinion, so I'll be backing you for, for, for sure. A little for, for sure. For sure. Coffee for, for, for sure. sure, too. Um, already told you about the Virginia Tech hoax. I'm in love with the whole. Is that our new Hokies anthem? I'm in love with the whole. I think so, bro. I I think if they, hey, if they win, you're gonna see me dancing around in fucking circles on this show tomorrow. I'm in love with the Hokies. I can't, I can't fucking wait. Now I I seriously haven't been able to get out of my head. So there you go, Virginia Tech Hokies (laughs) plus one and a half. All right, last but certainly not least, I'm sorry. Can I pause you? I recently watched that music video again, the Coco music video. Oh yeah, it's insane. Which was if you're not, uh, if you're above or below our age bracket you probably might not even know that song that's actually a very good point dude like they're 
I don't like the new shit. Hey, fucking rabbit hole. Sorry if you tuned in here, but I don't like the new shit, and I don't really like the old. Well, I like the old old shit, but oh, yeah. I really love like none of the new. All the new shit sucks. Yeah. But continue. But this is when we were like freshmen in college, and if you haven't watched the music video in a while, go watch it. I mean, Bananas. the sheer. Lo- I mean, you know, we're not drug addicts by any means. Baking do soda. Drugs. I got baking soda. There, just I've well, never seen anyone more in love with drugs in my life. You know what? Yeah, because pot's not a drug. It's just a confusing yeah. plant. So fuck off. I don't want to hear that it's a drug. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I like that you say we don't do drugs. We don't do drugs <laughs> don't. here at the TTL pod. <laughs> don't want it to sound like we're like heavy drug addicts by any means. Because if you no, watch the video no, and I didn't no. give that context, it's like, whoa, are these just yeah, dudes just pounding yeah. coke? Baking all day? No. soda. I got baking soda. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, like, it's insane what some of he's in uh, love with it. He's yeah, in love it's, with it. It's insane so. what some of uh, some of these music videos uh, how much money they make. But uh, digress. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let's continue. Final best bet on my best bets of the day card. <laughs> Once again, told you this uh, with Citadel, and uh, you were seeing the almost exact same movement here with the Wofford Terriers going to the matchup between the Richmond Spiders, Wofford Terriers. Taking the Wofford Terriers plus two and a half is what I caught them at. I know they're up to plus three and a half on some books. I saw them touch four with a little bit of juice on a few books out there too. But I think ultimately this will end up dropping back down to two and a half or just staying firm at three and a half. I really don't care either way because I think they end up getting the outright win. But again, I like the couple extra points backing just in case some nonsense happen happening. Once again, um, I'll direct your attention to Cornell and uh, also Howard yesterday. I think this is the exact same line movement I already told you about with Citadel to wrap that up. Why, uh, why is Richmond such a low favorite, partner? I thought they're a really good team. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me. You know, I, I looked know at this one, and, and I don't know that they are that good either. It jumped off the page of me. I said, oh, my gosh, I think everybody and their dogs are going to be running to Richmond and throwing money at it because Richmond's such a good team. And I'm glad you said that, partner, because I don't know that they are, my friends. And what did I see? Woke up this morning, checked the splits. Richmond is just getting buckets and buckets and buckets of money tossed at them from the public side, every which direction. And that has forced the bookmakers to do a little fugazi line movement, I think. But you don't believe me. You got to believe some key things, and you got to believe that the old Terriers out of Wofford are a wagon right now. They're 4 and 1 straight up their last five, 3 and 1 ATS their last five. They actually have a defensive edge over Richmond. You wouldn't believe it, but they've played pretty similar uh, talent. Wofford has uh, 65.4 points per game allowed. They're only allowing opponents to shoot 43.8% from the floor. That's compared to Richmond allowing opponents to average 76 points per game and shoot 57% from the floor. I think Wofford actually is going to surprise them on the defensive side of the ball, and they might actually get a few turnovers or Maybe the turnovers are the reason why Wofford actually keeps this game close or maybe even wins it outright because per Ken Palm, they're 42nd in offensive turnover percent, 26th in defensive turnover percent. Compare that to Richmond, 25th in offensive turnover percent, 139th in defensive turnover percent. We all see it. We all know it. Turnovers are so critical in a college basketball game. We saw it last night with Indiana and Syracuse. Indiana turned the ball over. 7,642 times and they had to take it to three overtimes and they still lost because of that. Turnovers are a huge factor but also making your damn free throws are a huge factor. Who do I think are going to make the free throws in this matchup? Oh, Wofford, baby, not Richmond. 
Wofford, 74.3% from the charity stripe. Not terrible. You know, we're getting C's, we're getting degrees. But Richmond, get the fuck out of my class. 61.9% from the free throw stripe. I don't want none of the spiders. You don't believe me. Believe the trends. Richmond. 2-5 2-5 ATS last 7 as a favorite. 1-6 ATS last 7 versus my, one of my favorite conferences, the SoCon Wofford. 6-1 ATS last 7 home games versus a team with a losing record. That's right, Richmond does have a losing road record. Wofford, 4-1 ATS last 5 home games. 4-1 ATS last 5 games in Diciembre. And Wofford, 7-0 ATS their last 7 games versus the A-10. Give me the Wofford Terriers plus two and a half, plus three and a half, wherever the hell you want to call it. I think they win it outright, but I like the extra couple of points. Either way, there you go. Closes out my card. Final best bet of the day, Wofford Terriers plus two and a half. Yeehaw. I'm with you for sure, my man. I locked it in. I, uh, you know, I think a lot of the infatuation with Richmond is that uh, even the above average person is in love with the Atlantic 10. I'm typically in that camp as well. And Richmond's obviously one of those names that typically stands out in there. And A, I uh-huh. think that conference, I mean, that conference is still going to be really good. I don't think it's quite as good as it's been in the last couple of years. And I'm pretty, pretty certain that Richmond is definitely not uh, as good as they've been the last couple of years. And I, honestly, Wofford is a team that should kind of, they're, that same Wofford caliber wagon. of team, honestly. So Wofford wagon. I like it a lot, my man. I'm backing you for sure. Let's go. There you go. There you have it. All five of my best bets of the day. Well, partner, what do you say we uh, keep gently rowing this proverbial podcast boat down the stream and uh, dish out today's special plays of the day? First things first. Change it in the ticker. It's the Wednesday Warrior. Ooh, holy shit. Coffee burps. Excuse me. Didn't want to do that into the old microphone there. Seven and no ATS against the ATS. Oh, I know. It's beautiful. You can't get over that one, can you? Uh, I know. I I couldn't either. I saw it. I said, (laughs) holy shit. Uh, So there you go. There you have it. Today's special plays, the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. Without further ado, it is time to get into that bad boy. Now, partner, I got a little something-something to do over here. Yes, you do. I'm in line. Everything seems to be in good working order. You know what I'm talking about, but the fine folks on the opposite side of that there screen don't know what the hell I'm suggesting or, or referring to at this moment. They will soon find out that today's Wednesday Warrior special play of the damn day is so kindly my friend hold on let me restart this this way i was trying i was trying to produce and be a host okay so here we go everything's ready now partner please if you could be so kind let all these fine folks out there who are tuning in today let them know what the first special play of the day is who what school rather is our wednesday warrior our Wednesday Warrior, like you mentioned earlier in the show, I believe this is their second appearance as a Wednesday Warrior, not their first appearance on the show, the Boston University. Bring them on I love it. What a ooh, logo, let dude. the dogs out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, man. <laughs> I am all about the Boston U-Terriers. What a fucking logo. They're not a 
baby ass puppy dog they're a nope. mean ass puppy dog oh, look yeah. at the spike collar look at the sharp oh, yeah. teeth he may be a tiny dog but he's out there to fuck some folks up is what i'm seeing from that logo my friend <laughs> so hey shout out boston university letting us use your logo we absolutely fucking love you there you go there you have it Hope you enjoyed that little bit of visual enhancement. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to figure out how to talk, direct the show, kick it on over to you, and put the damn Boston U Terriers up on the screen. Hope you enjoyed it. There's the first special play. Partner, you know how it goes every single Wednesday. Most of you might know. I hope you do if you've been tuning in. But we also have a second special play of the day. We like to give you a little extra juice. We're taking the Boston U money line for the Wednesday Warrior minus 125, minus 130, wherever you're finding it at. At the most value, I mean, there is value on that bad boy. We think it's going to get straight to the pay window, but we want to give you a little plus money poly action too. So how about a three-leg parlay? Parlay pop off. Today's Wednesday warrior, the Boston Dam University Terriers. One of our mag's best bets of the day, the damn Texas Tech Red Raiders at minus two and a half. And my best bet of the day, the damn get your glasses on you scholar Harvard Crimson plus two and a half <laughs> and hit the hardwood or get your glasses off scholars and get hit the hardwood plus two and a half. Parlay those bad boys up. All three of them. You get in total odds plus 535 on that some bitch. Let's get it to the pay window, pal. My friend, what a red, uh, I did not even realize, a oh. red-ass oh. parlay. The Boston U Terriers is super oh. red. The red fucking Raiders and the old Crimson. Wow. That uh, that absolutely just blew my mind. Maybe I figure out how to get a, uh, a complete red background here, and we just all of a sudden... Are the Bulls see playing red. tonight we're so seeing... we can see red hard as fuck? Hey, we're seeing red, dude. I'm pretty sure the Bulls play. I don't know. I'm staying out of the NBA. I they there I am, a poet, and no, I didn't even know it. Okay, they do not. Either way, we're seeing red on the Wednesday parlay pop-off. All right, if you missed anything, you missed any of the special plays, you missed any of Mag's picks, my picks, let's quickly recap all of our best bets of the day. Unless you have any final thoughts there on the, uh, the special plays of the day, partner. I had like one quick note about uh, why we're taking Boston U. Oh, why are we taking Boston <laughs> U? I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I mean, they're 150 Kempom, uh, top 180E faced. They face some tough competition in George Ooh, Washington. He came with stats. 251 Holy shit. in Kempom, my man. Just had to drop a few quick okay, nuggets down. Just George a couple Washington's of quick. Bad. Okay, hey, anything? Uh, well, we already talked about Texas Tech. We already talked about Harvard. But yeah, I didn't have any more nugetas about Boston. But hey. Georgia, George Washington isn't the, uh, isn't the best one out there on the uh, no. one, best campus out there, rather. We're about Boston U, baby. And if you don't know about Boston U, you're about to find out tonight, my friends. I can assure you of that because I don't think the books know about them, and they are severely undervaluing them tonight. I'm hoping, I'm worried it's the last chance we're going to get some super big value on them here for the next couple of weeks. I think so. I really think so because I think they are going to boat race. <laughs> the old, uh, I don't even know who the hell they're playing. I know. Oh, George, Wa we just talked about it. What the hell am I George saying? George Washington. George Colonials. Washington. Ooh, George Washington Colonials. Uh, okay, so here we go. There you go. There you have it. it. You know, it's a son of a bitch. I'm over here. You, you, you direct the rest of this fucking segment while I get the damn plays of the day up over here. All right. Everything seems to be in good working <laughs> order now. Brains going in two opposite directions. Producer, host, every which direction. Okay, here we go. Partner, could you be so kind? As to 
direct all of the folks' attention right here, right now in primetime. Let them know what they need to do before I put up today's best bets of the day on this here screen. Fuck, I don't remember the words. Open your eyes, open your ears. Oh, come on. No, Fuck, no, dude, no. Yeah, come on. Come on. All right. I was putting you on the spot. That is a pretty you put rough me on one. The spot. I wasn't ready for that. Rip out your sports books. <laughs> pull out your paper and pen. Not your pen, your pencil, because we make mistakes around here at the TTL pod. 172 and episodes, some, and I don't uh, know what 100, to say. 170 fucking two episodes, 172 and a half, and he's over here blanking out. Here we go, my friends. Without further ado, please. Get out however you take stock of the TTL crew's best bets of the day because they're about to be live on yo damn screen in precisely 54321. Okay, if you would be so kind as to turn your attention directly above us, actually two rows above us, you will see on the left top corner of your screen our mags picks of the day his three coming at you he's got the texas tech red raiders minus two and a half wisconsin badgers versus the georgia tech yellow jackets under 130 and a half and the virginia tech Hokies. i'm in love with the Hokies plus one and a half we both are in love with the Hokies plus one and a half you'll see it on my card too we might as well call the doggone thing a crew play but i got four more coming at you the citadel bulldogs plus one and a half the harvard Crimson put on your glasses plus two and a half the Iona Gales minus seven and a half shout out Wofford plus two and a half and please get ready for both special plays of the day right above us the Wednesday warrior of the day the damn Boston University Terriers money line and with a little extra plus money poly incentive on the right side of your screen the Wednesday parlay pop off featuring today's Wednesday warrior the Boston U Terriers money line one of mags plays the Texas Tech Red Raiders minus two and a half and then one of my plays the Harvard Crimson plus two and a half parlay those three up for plus 535 odds the last time we checked but before we can get any of those to the pay window, we need you to help us bankrupt these books and lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in it. Whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. How you doing over there? I'm doing fantastic, my man. I was actually, <laughs> I was trying to find some info on our uh, Boston University Terriers mascot, but uh, oh, you don't say. Which I did, but it's uh, you know well, a little. Uh, what's up? It's, it's, it's a little upsetting. Would you like me to drop it? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me bring you back in the Let me get us back in the doggone screen here. What the fuck's going on, pal? What's happening? Sounds like controversy. I don't need controversy on the Wednesday Warrior. (laughs) What the fuck's happening? (laughs) There's a little uh, calling for this named. uh, So he's named after. uh, I don't know exactly who he's named after. He's named after someone. Oh, don't tell me um, this is going to be some cancel culture shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, no. The dude no. he's named after. Uh, so he's named Rhett, and the guy who he's named after apparently was well engraved, uh, with, uh, very much associated with uh, some uh, dark history of our uh, American past. Ooh. So we won't uh, go down that route. But it was, uh, oh. as far as the Terrier itself, this is some interesting history that I liked, and then I was led into they just need to rename his name apparently. 
uh, beat out a bull mouse in a student vote in 1922. Did the Boston uh, Boston Terrier mascot? So that's what nice. the fuck is a bull mouse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Bull moose. My bad. I, I fucking blind ass bull moose. <laughs> my bad. So what the fuck is a bull Apologies, mouse? Bull mouse. <laughs> okay, so mm. various times uh. it's been called Kappa, Danny, Danny Two. In parentheses, in parentheses it says don't ask. Uh, Gulliver, Fumbles, and uh, Touchdown Terrier Three. And now uh, in the nineties, it was nicknamed Rhett. Which we'll see how long. So are that we lasts sure that isn't like after Thomas Rhett? Like. No, it's definitely not. It was a, W H R H E T T Thomas Rhett. You know, I you know uh, I always like to see the bright and the. Bright I mean, we can maybe life. change the reason why it's named that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. That, that's that's the reason I think it is. I don't. I don't know nothing about no none of that bullshit. Son of a bitch. We don't need that from our fucking Boston. Oh, and here I am fucking just shooting him up on the damn screen. Hey, oh, no. Name. Could it's you could you imagine? It's... Could you imagine if somebody just fucking scrolling through the fucking <laughs> screen and all they see is fucking that big-ass fucking logo and his goofy-ass face right next to it? Hey. And we're... Oh, It's not man. the dog's hey. fault, all right? It's not the dog's fault. It's not our fault. We didn't fucking It's not even know. a live mask. They need a live mascot now. No, gosh. gosh Give him a nice, sweet fucking name. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. The TTL crew's best bets of the day. All right. Hopefully that does not fuck us up. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Without further ado, let's segue in to the second half of today's show, my friends. The Honorable Cubicle, all-knowing, all-powerful objects have uh, made their way to the set of the Talking the Line podcast, and it is time. For the next segment on today's show, don't even know what number it is now. I think this might be five. Um, the money line dice roll of the day. Let's try and get this uh, get this show back on track here, partner. If you could be so kind as to uh, indulge the people out there and the dice as well, uh, we'll uh, we'll let them hear everything going on. Uh, actually, we want, no, we don't need to hear them everything going on because they heard everything going on yesterday and they all of a sudden went zero and two. They didn't hear jack yep. shit. And they went 2-0. So they don't need to hear shit, but the people out there need to know what actually is going on. So tell them what the matchup is, who's the home team, who's the away team, who's the favorite, what's the total. Let's get on with the overall. So we've got the uh, Michigan Wolverines traveling to North Carolina to face the old Tar Heels. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. different spots. I'm seeing minus 2 on DraftKings, uh, minus 3 on FanDuel. Seeing my uh, over-under 151 on DraftKings, 150 on FanDuel. We typically use FanDuel. We'll stick with that. So minus 3 and uh, over-under 150. Okay, minus three over under 150 are we taking for the first roll. The home team, well, that wasn't away. The home team, University of North Carolina Tar Heels, or the away team, Michigan Wolverines. We all find out in three, in two, in one. Away, it is away, it is away. Pick up and write to the camera. No funny business, no moving the fingers. There you go, there you have it. Next roll. Are we laying the points? Are we eating a little bit of chalk on the money line? Once again, we all find out. In three, in two, in one. ATS, ATS, ATS. Didn't touch it, I went to save it because it did look like I shot it a little hot, but never touched it. (laughs) Fair enough. ATS straight up. No Should we just go for business. the best number then? Wherever we find that. ATS, one hundred percent. 
be so sure to do your line shopping stick with that yeah be yeah, sure to do, do your line shopping last but certainly not least if it does stick with that the wild card roll will we be doubling down or the dice be doubling down Will we be going to the total, or do we need an entirely new role? We all find out once again in three, in two, in one. Over. Over. Okay. Okay. Over. The big Michigan O. Michigan minus two over. in the over, huh? All right. All right. Yes, sir. Okay, dice. The over, once again, the line is set at what, partner? 150. I'm interested. Well, the dice certainly are. Because the dice <laughs> have spoken! If you want to guarantee, take two tickets to the window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, no nonsense, no bullshit, no nothing about it. Not from me, not from Mags. From the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-popular, ever-powerful Moneyline Dice. Lock in right now. The Michigan Wolverines minus two and over 150 total points. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank, Thank you, Dice. dice. I, uh, that's a okay. tricky one, man. Lot, that's a tricky uh, one and a half. It's like 58% of bets on Michigan, but like 80% of money on UNC from what I just saw. So they, ooh, That's a tricky one. But, hey, there you go. Two best bets. Dice look to get back on track. They are two and two this week if you have not been tailing. You want your own set of Moneyline Dice, head on over to this episode's description. As always, the plug for our fam over there. You can get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com if you enter code TTL10, TTL10, talking the line. How about that? <laughs> TTL10 at checkout. 10% off your first order. Um, you can get anything you want over there. They actually have Moneyline Dice. They got, uh, well, obviously, they got the Moneyline Dice, but they, in addition, have a tracking book. They got an MMA scorecard. They got all types of other merch wearables all types of stuff you can check out over there nothing's off limits with our offer code too hey it's christmas time you need some stocking stuffers baby get you a discount while you're doing it go check it out moneylinedice.com this episode's description the offer code ttl10 is right there with it too thank you dice once again thank sleep you, dice. well we'll see you on tomorrow's show Okay. Hey, we we almost uh, went right at an hour. We're one minute past, two minutes past now. We almost had it. We were almost there. But hey, nonetheless, we're about to uh, drop it down, kick it on back into first gear, relax just a little bit here, and uh, you see, you got any questions, anything in between, drop them down second half of the show. We'll answer them live. It's time to uh, get into that second half of the show with uh, the first part here. Hey, partner. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 173 of this here TTL pod on this gorgeous Wednesday of Bets, also known as December the 1st, 2021. All right, my man, a couple of, not nothing too crazy here, and we'll get into some leans. Uh, one, I'm curious crazy. to see if... I'm, well, one I'm definitely curious to talk about. We tweeted about it yesterday. Uh-huh. The other one I'm curious to see if we even want to touch on it. It was a, a uh-huh. comment made by a certain CEO of a uh, very popular sports book that had the old sports gambling community ablaze. What a fu- what a fucking goon, huh? All right. I, so I don't we, know. Should I'm we touch sorry. on it for a second? I mean, I guess we can because that was pretty fucking dumb, if you ask me. So, I mean, I'm a user of them right now. Uh, have I not? As... Well, let me set the floor. Like, I'll yeah, I'll yeah. be the first one to tell you that I have. 
I have not liked DK from the fucking jump. Yeah. Um. At at fucking all. Um. There and, and like the fact that the, that what they said. You can say what they said, and I'll get on my soapbox. But okay, I, yeah. I think it's bullshit. So DraftKings CEO, uh, in some type of investor summit, says. This is an entertainment activity, which it is, uh, but people who are doing this for profit are not the players we want. Well, uh, that's all right. Sorry. I was, that, this isn't an entertainment activity. People who are doing this for profit are not the players that we want. That's what you said, would you? Sorry, I was going to, I thought that there was more into this tweet, but I thought that was part of the quote. So I just made sure I clarified it. But anyways, yeah, man, just, uh, that's just obviously the terrible fucking look. Like, yeah, it is for entertainment, but it's an entertainment where you'd like to win some damn money. Yeah, I mean, 100%, that's what we talk about. But the whole point of doing this is to uh, make a little bit of cash at this racket, right? And, you know, that's just blatantly somebody, that's like a uh, reading the teleprompter moment and you forgot what the fuck you said and that you're about to, all your words about to be blasted out all over social yeah. media. Um, pretty dumb in that perspective. Uh, if people still utilize DK, that's bananas. They were already dropping in market share, so I can't imagine that that's going to help them whatsoever. No. Um, their platform is outdated. It's slow. Mm. Um, just on my soapbox right here, things that they could improve on. Um, you can't go to another app without the whole fucking thing resetting. You yep. can't find teams anywhere. It's not a cr great quality platform to you be out there saying, and, and they have enough of a market share to say, oh, well, you guys ain't worth a fuck anyway. We're just here to have people throw money at us. Eh, well, at the end of the day, we all know that this uh, industry right now is valued after losses right around a billion. And as a matter of fact, in about two to three years, it's going to be about 40 billion. So Cut the bullshit, John. We all know what it's about, dude. We all know what this industry is. And, like, you're going to play that shit like, oh, well, we're going to we're only go after uh, guys who, who are who are losing. You know, we're only going to go after, well, it's only a matter of time before more people are winning and more and more people are winning. And then, you know, no, nobody's going to utilize your service. So yeah. I think it's pretty dumb that you would say something like that and kind of uh, s segregate out, I guess, winners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, pretty I... Dumb. I I, I don't know why I haven't migrated it off of it, if I'm being totally honest. Sucks. I like a handful of their promos and prop boost every once in a while, but it, it wouldn't really take much for me to migrate off of it, and I might do that. No, and I have, so, yeah, I have fully. Yeah, and I'm so glad we touched on that. The other one, we tweeted about it, my man. Just uh, sheer ridiculousness out of the damn MLB as far as the report about their damn baseballs, which we all kind of knew about for the most part. We've we've been on to them for a few years. There's been reports, and mm -hmm. they've denied it. But Correct. the just so every let game, me, every year is a different fucking baseball. Come on, man. Go ahead. What do okay, you got? Yeah, okay, so yeah. Um, apparently, there were two different balls used in 2021. This entire past season is what my partner is referring to. If you have not seen that article or what we tweeted about. Dude, are you telling me that potentially we had a sharp side and a half, first five plus a half, fourth inning, them motherfuckers have it tied. The books realize, or the MLB realizes, they're in cahoots. You know me and my conspiracy theories. And they ring on down to the baseline. They say, hey, we got too much motherfucking money on this game. Way too much severe monetary liability. <laughs> CC, Talking the Line Podcast 2021. And they say, "Hey, get the get get those get those Type A balls out of here. We need Type B right now. Type B right now. Balls need to fly out in the next inning." And all of a sudden, they run down to the humidor and grab that other ball, and they start dishing that out in the bottom of the fourth, or the top of the fifth, or the bottom of the fifth. 
and we get freaking cooked on our first five. Is that what you're here to tell me, partner? Is that what the MLB is here to stand for? What the hell is going on on the diamond? I mean, that'd be fucked if it was in-game stuff. I don't know if it's like that or just game by game, but regardless, man. I don't like it. Make a I don't like baseball. it. I don't like it, man. And uh, I love baseball. I want to get so much better at baseball betting, and it is one of my weaknesses for the sport that I pay attention to just as much as the rest of them. So it drives me fucking nuts. Even more. I never was able to talk more about baseball than I was this year, and I know you say the same thing. Right, and it's a standalone fucking game. So <laughs> from what, like July to football season it's standalone for the most part and it's the only thing you could bet on i talk about so mm, right give us some damn continuity man don't i don't like fuck us around like this get rob manford out for, the, for first of all man fuck him so do you think but yeah for real get the fuck rid of man clown for sure but okay do you think that's why they put such an emphasis on the sticky stuff to keep the eyes off of that shit oh no it's not the baseball it's not the baseball at all the reason that all this is happening it's because of all the pitchers using sticky stuff and half of them were fucking weren't even fucking using sticky stuff i mean some of them were and talking about spider tech but most of the motherfuckers were using sunscreen and fucking shit that was legal like it it wasn't a big deal that's the type of shit, man. We kind of talked about that. We were talking more so as far as like there was that buzz as far as robot arms, which lasted throughout oh, the entire year, but the beginning of the season, and then please. the sticky stuff started coming out, and it's like, oh, well, we haven't heard much about robot arms. I think we did talk about it on the show, but yeah. this also, I mean, I think the sticky stuff was covering up as as many things as they fucking needed to cover up, if I'm being honest. I think so, and, too, man. And uh, the players ain't stupid. Damn. They're doing their collective bargaining. I don't know what's going to happen here. It, it sounds like there's going to be uh, at least an off-season type lockout here coming up. That's one reason why we've seen so many guys signing uh, quick before December even comes around. But Yeah, I think you're <sighs> right, dude. I think you're really right. And, you know, man, fuck me. That is so crazy that that came out like during free agency and everything now, too. It's just it's yeah. it's a whole other storyline and everything that I'm just I'm not trying to be here for, to tell you the truth. I don't like it. I don't the like players it, knew. The players have known the last few years, and the one thing Pete Alonzo, I think it was Pete Alonzo, was saying either a year or two ago, it was like, yeah, we know, like, we can tell, like, when there's a year where you can, you know that there's a bunch of pitchers about to be on the market, that's when they juice the balls, so then the pitchers are devalued, and vice versa, as far as when all these sluggers are about to, then they de-juice the balls, and now these sluggers ain't hitting 50 home runs anymore. It's fucked. Yeah, it's, fucked. it's not good. It's not good. I don't like it, dude, and... uh yeah, we'll see. Cause like, now does that have to play into our handicapping for next year? What the hell actually happens? I, I don't like it. I, I don't, don't fucking like it, dude. I've said it ten times. I don't fucking like it. Um, well, thanks for that rabbit hole. Yeah, that was uh, that was a whole lot of bullshit. I actually got one more rabbit hole. Um, if you know me, you know how I feel about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I actually okay. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot, sure. but what they have become and what they are and now is becoming obvious in the media. And I don't want to add on to that, but hey, do. I don't know that uh, many people saw the old Tomlin uh, to Chase Claypool comment in the media. Uh, Mr. Claypool decided that he would say, you know, practice could be a little bit more fun. And I'm paraphrasing here. You know, we could play a little bit of music. We could dance around a little bit. Hey, coach, maybe let us film a TikTok every once in a while. Stop being such a hard ass, okay? Maybe if we have some fun, things will start going in the right direction. But, hey, who am I? Mike Tomlin is the coach. Coach T, he referred to him, been doing this much longer than I have. To in response, Mike Tomlin, when the media brought this to him, he says, oh, well, yes, uh, Claypool plays wide out, and I will handle the practice arrangements. Uh, Once again, paraphrasing. Partner, is the uh, 
Pittsburgh Steelers organization on absolute fire right now. Not in the good fashion, and they are about to uh, just absolutely implode and need to kind of scrap after 2021. I mean, you got Big Ben not looking great, coming in bandaged up with a new something or other every single week. You got their running game that's good from time to time, but if you ask me, they're wasting Najee Harris. Their receivers are lackluster at best. What say you? My man, well, what drives me crazy? Because like you, I, I don't like the Steelers, but I respect the hell out of what they're supposed to be and the order of what they're supposed to be. Correct. Right? And this Claypool Correct. stuff is the Correct. Claypool and Juju. I told you off this show, I would like those guys if they were anywhere else because they just don't embody that Steelers blue-collar nature. No. No, and what pisses me off, even not pisses me off, but what it kind of just riles me up a little bit more as far as that comment to the media is that Mike Tomlin is notorious for being probably the number one most well-respected, like player-friendly coach in the entire National Football League. That's why players love to play for him because he is a player-friendly coach, and a don't push the boundaries of that first of all, and B don't go around his back talking about what you want changed to the damn media. Not a good look. I, I chase Claypool is really fucking talented, but I don't think he's talented enough to like, I, I, I guess I'd be surprised if they, after this year moved on from him for this type of stuff, because it's not that bad, but at the end of the day, it doesn't embody the Steeler nature anywhere near it. And I think it's messing it up because uh, going forward, I think they have a lot of, pieces to build rather quickly if they make the right moves a really good team because if their defense gets healthy their defense is fantastic you mentioned Najee Harris and now yep. if they kind of just retool a little bit on offense I yep. think they'll be really good next year but right get Chase Claypool and Juju out of there man get them into a into LA somewhere else man yeah. I, I would like him so much more there Miami or whatever I don't know that I would yeah. even like them I, I, I just like don't them, like the least... attitude and what they do <laughs> but yeah they're just not a stealer man and like uh -huh. I don't know it's some of Claypool's antics at, at the end of uh last game which is something that I wasn't trying to see either so hey get me off of that soapbox because yeah the old Steelers are <laughs> dumpster fire though dumpster fire something that the old uh Steelers don't like to be so no. there you go there you have it um let's see here my friend any leans that uh, you got to get off the chest? Any uh, ones that uh, you wanted to bring to the show we discuss here towards the end? Uh, you got anything that's pressing? I mean, I got a few, but for the most part, I think there's really only one that I'm still interested in actually locking in. I've, I've been, I have a lean in every single Big Ten ACC game, but yeah. I'm not going to lock anything in, additional in. Um, interested in Louisville, but you and I talked. That one might just be a spot online. You got yeah, yeah. Louisville plus four and a half. Um, I really like the four and a half with them, but Michigan has been Michigan State's been too good to me this year. I don't want to fade Sparty quite yet, so I'm going to stay away from that one. Um, in addition to that, uh, I don't know why the hell is Florida pick them against Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Florida yeah. is a fucking wagon and a half. They have been covering left, right, and center. Uh, just took care of Ohio State. Screw Ohio State with that Duke game, man. Son of a gun. Uh, that one, that really chat me last night. Um, it's got to be Oklahoma with that spread, right? It has to be, right? It has to be. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking, but I don't know if I have the Coyones to back it, my friend. Right. I don't right. think so. So I'm going to say Oklahoma, but, you know, we actually talked about this with our uh, guest for today's episode of the Wise Words Pod, dropping here on this YouTube channel at uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time in 45 short minutes about, um, you know, sometimes you don't always have to put a dollar on a game because a dollar saved is better than a dollar lost. And maybe you can just pick a side 
the bet you would play and just stay the hell out of the action. Maybe me and Mags are applying that a little bit to our process here today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to stay the hell away, but I would take uh, – my hinkling is to take Florida, but I know I should take Oklahoma, so I know I'm going to sit on the bench for this one. Um, you ended up taking Texas Tech, so I like that. You took the yep. under in Wisconsin – um, uh, the Wisconsin and Georgia Tech. I liked Wisconsin minus three and a half, but again, we kind of talked about it in your analysis. A little bit of a tricky spread with that one. Um, the U plus four and a half. I liked it, dude. It's down to like two and a half now, one and a half. Some books, freaking Penn State. Uh, we got it at. Oh, sorry, I got an alert. Oh, you, uh, Texas oh, Tech. Kevin McCuller is uh, expected to play tonight. So very nice, news. very nice. So you weren't uh, looking at that spread. Uh, no, so apologies. the U. No, you're good. I thought that's where your eyes were uh, shooting to. So uh, the U. They uh, they open up as plus four and a half. I'm sure they're down to like uh, plus two and a half now. Two and a half, three now. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half, three now. Um, the line dropped at some point. Penn State's got to wake up, but I just don't know when that is. Another Big Ten ACC game that I don't know really where I fall. So gonna stay away from that one uh the honorable money line dice picked michigan minus two uh liked unc plus two but then again this is not the classic michigan team or unc team but then again why is the line so short gonna stay away from that one um outside of that nothing really major pressing anything if this it's the first game on the slate if the uh uh north carolina central versus uh the south carolina upstate was on uh like a, a 10 of 11 o'clock maybe starting at noon here soon that would be on my card 100 percent. i would most right. likely take north carolina central plus three and a half but i'm gonna stay away from that one in general too because i don't like it when it's a six o'clock game i don't like those low mid-major or low matchups uh at the in the late night those right. uh for some reason they just don't they don't work out the same i don't know so huh. i'm gonna stick to what i know and stay away from them stick to the plays of the day that's about all i got lean wise um anything else you got dude Last one for me, I talked to you, I'm still kind of interested, uh, is the under in Wichita State, Oklahoma State. Mm. Uh, just ridiculous, like 99% of money, it says, is on the over, so that's kind of yep. why the line has been moving up. I don't know uh, what the reasoning for that is, so I might stay away from that one, but it's got me interested. I'm going to dive a little deeper into that one here the next hour or so, I think. For sure, and again, NBA, I'm just... I'm not I'm not seeing it quite yet. I, I'm, I'm Again, I'm probably going to wait till after Christmas, honestly. Yeah, I've had real specific spots, and I'm not seeing any of them today that I like. Yeah, there's some real specific ones right now, and I think some some trends, some things need to get their kinks worked out, some things need to happen, because all signs pointed to Golden State last night, and obviously they couldn't get the job done. So huh, maybe we need to rethink some strat- strategies there. Uh, not a strategy, a strategy, because it wasn't exactly perfect. <laughs> uh outside of that a couple of key uh announcements news the always important ttl announcements uh wise words if you missed it at any point in time wise words season two episode number two drops right here on the youtube channel if you're not watching on our youtube channel it is talking the line sports media on youtube you can find that on talkingtheline.com on one of the various tabs uh, of our shows that has the youtube link right within there or on our link tree that's in this episode's description whatever your platform you're watching it on listening to it on yada 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 whatever the case might be uh be sure to tune into that we uh we had a really uh really solid guest lined up to uh to start for start kind of the week and uh you know i'm kind of grateful honestly mags that uh we ended up going in a different direction i've seen some other things since we talked about it on yesterday's show if you followed along i was a little pissed i'm a little i'm a guy that holds a little bit of a grudge uh if you know me just a tad bit but uh 
I think I saw some stuff that really solidified the fact that we went in the right direction. And I am so glad that we took the opportunity to talk to the guy who we had on for today. A quick growing legend in the industry right now. Um, I will give you a little teaser. He is another member of the Sports Grid family. So uh, very solid, uh, very, very solid guest there. Also already told you he's an Iona Gales alumni. So, you know, we talked a little bit about that action, too. Um, so make sure you tune into that. If you haven't watched uh, episode one of season two yet featuring Yanni the Greek Corrales, I suggest you go check that one out as well. Another electric episode. They are going to keep be. Uh, keep pumping out. They're going to be electric after electric. They're going to be filled with knowledge and insights, as always, that you're not going to find anywhere else. So please tune in to the Wise Words Pod. Uh, easiest way to find it, just go to talkingtheline.com slash wise dash words dash podcast. Outside of that, we also got another show. If you didn't know, uh, college basketball, college football kind of coming to an end here now. We got uh, conference championships, everything wrapping up. We'll uh, definitely talk about that this Saturday as well as college basketball. Why do I say Saturday? We don't have this show on Saturday, but we do have Cup of Joe on campus, our college basketball, college football only show every Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Cheers to you as well, partner. We go through the entire uh, collegiate football and basketball slates, dish out our best bets, plays we're staying away from, plays we think you should stay away from, plays that we got questions on, answer stuff live on the show, and hell, you might even see a guest from time to time. We were joined by the legendary Joe and Dion D'Amico on uh, last week's episode. We absolutely had a blast, laughed our heads off, got some uh, winners, went 4-0 with them, so had a blast with them. Make sure you follow them at First Lady of Vegas and at Joe D'Amico Wins. Uh, Uncle Joey and Aunt D, as we like to refer to them, love those guys over there. So see you once again Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, Cup of Joe on campus. Outside of that, you can find all of our additional content, our blogs, um, uh, my UFC blog, Mags Extra Cheddar, uh, anything else we blog out there, who the hell knows what you might find from us. Um, anything in between, you can find that all on TalkingTheLine.com. We got uh, tabs for just about everything. There's all types of shit all over the homepage. Um, as a reminder, disclaimer, we will never send you spam if you do sign up for our blogs, I don't know why I got to say it every time, but there you go. It's only going to be our blogs, insights, analysis, humor, motivation, whatever. And outside of that, it's about all I know. We might have some new improvements, updates coming right around the corner. Who the hell knows? There might be some big announcements coming right around the corner that are just going to blow your absolute lids off of your dome pieces. I don't know. Well, who's to say? Who are we? I do know that uh, today's Wise Words episode dropping in but only... 28 short minutes now. Oh, no, 30. no, I'm sorry. 38 short minutes now. I thought it said 32. 38 short minutes now um, is an electric episode. It's going to be one that you're not going to want to miss. So make sure you tune into that one as well. I think I covered just about everything I possibly could, partner. Uh, Linktree, TalkingTheLine.com, all of our additional content. Uh, any announcements as far as TTL goes that I missed? Anything I didn't think about? As far as TTL goes, I don't believe so. I've got some NFL... Uh, mm, Decent news if you if you're ready. We'll wrap us up with a late and breaking. Uh, so I actually missed this. I knew this was an issue, but uh, Danny Jones uh, suffered strained neck, obviously, and yeah, yeah. Uh, expected to start Mike Lennon, but yeah. he was at practice today uh, and is expected to practice today and the rest of the week. So mm -hmm. I think it, uh, uh, yeah, still could be questionable. Not season ending. They asked him that today. 
Uh, saw some other interesting stuff as far as both DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray being back in practice today. Don't know if that means they will be ready to go this week or not. Jalen uh, Hurts also taking reps at walkthrough. I believe he is still questionable, but I'm going to imagine he's going to play. They got a little bit of a playoff push, so I'm imagining Big he's going to push it uh there that is about it though uh nba news yeah (laughs) nba news uh basically nonsense uh the nba tried to crack down on the bulls and heat as far as tampering with lonzo ball and the heat with kyle lowry Uh do we need to take away something Uh taking away a second round pick from both of them ah shucks those uh star-studded second round picks are surely going to be missed Uh, nothing new for the bulls to be dishing out second round picks anyways so nothing sweaty there um but uh yeah danny jones said he's feeling better now still don't know what his status for sunday is though that just came out today all right well there you go there you have it ready to rock and roll for uh nfl news and uh, a little bit of uh, extra news in between there anything else from your end of the world that doesn't have to do with sports or anything in between no sir okay my friend well and that seems like an episode of the TTL pod, if I do say so myself. But we do have one final uh, segment here to get into because we all need it. And, partner, I'm going to need a little help from you here on this oh, really? beautiful day for my Motivation Minutes. Now, okay, I said at the top of the show, I can't take full credit for this one and kind of the thoughts behind it. And I, I, can't, I can't take credit for it all is what it comes down to. Um, but... I'm going to try and regurgitate it in the best way that I can. It definitely is going to be paraphrased, but um, I'll let you know when it's really going to be that light bulb moment when you really need to pay attention. So first things first, partner, let me ask you, if I gave you $1,000, $1,000 right here, right now, today, how would you feel? How would I feel? How would you feel? You just said, here's $1,000? Here's $1,000. I feel pretty solid. Pretty solid? Pretty good? Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty good. Go, go uh, get hey, you pretty nice dude. get you pretty nice meal. So I'm pretty good there. Okay. Well, I got rents due today. Probably uh, yeah. use it towards that. Okay. There you well there, hey, there you go. How about if I gave you a million dollars? Million smackers. Check. Signed over. No taxes, no nothing. You got a million bones. Seven figs in the bank account. How'd you feel? Uh, I mean, I'd obviously feel pretty uh pretty damn uh, set, if you will. Okay, a, a capital S-E-T, if you will. Yes. Okay, okay, for sure, for sure. I would I would in the same ballpark if it was vice versa, for sure. Okay. All right, so let me ask you this. But this time there's going to be a little caveat. What if I gave you $10 million? I had $10 million laying around. I said, Mags, here you go. Here is $10 million. Feel free to use it however you please, whatever you want to do. How would you feel about that? The ten million, would that be the best uh, yet? Yeah, I, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, you'd be you'd be pretty much out of your gourd to see mm, eight, eight figures sure. at this million, point in time. Yes, 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 I for would. sure. Now, you would pretty much accept that money on no whim, correct? No question, no qualm, no quarry. Like fucking ten million, you're just giving me ten million dollars, a hundred percent. You take. I mean, if it's million. you, the person I know, I would probably have a few questions as far as how you came okay. into ten million dollars that so, you're willing to dish out, but. For sure. So, (laughs) (laughs) not where I'm going, but here's the light bulb moment. There's a big but to you getting that $10 million. You cannot wake up tomorrow. You get that $10 million, but tomorrow you cannot wake up. 
would you still take, take that, that ten million dollars? So just ten million dollars for the rest of the day? For the rest of the day, and you can't wake up tomorrow. No thanks. Okay. So then why? Here's your light bulb moment. Why? Why does everybody seem to live like they got all the time in the world and ah, I'll chase my dreams later. Ah, I'll pursue my passions later. Ah, I'll get out of this bullshit relationship later. This bullshit job later. Why do they treat it like that when given an opportunity like that, you would always almost instantly choose life over any amount of money? any amount of material possession. I guarantee you would fucking choose life because I would. So why not start living your life like that? Why not start living every single day like it's the last day that you got and no matter what material possession you get, you're going to give everything you got because this is probably the last day you might have. Who knows? So a little bit more elaborated on my end of things, obviously, but the main principle there is... Obviously, you think about it and yeah, you would you would take $10 million in a heartbeat. But I know that me personally, I know you personally, Mags, you said it. I know that everybody out there, they would definitely choose taking their life over uh, not uh, not getting $10 million. So just a little bit of uh, thought provoking there, a little bit of uh, perspective changer for you. Uh, again, can't take all the credit for it. But um, outside of that, short and sweet. That does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I like it. I like it, my man. Gets you thinking about uh, what uh, what it actually means and what you're saying. And it, uh, yeah, I'm sure people got their own rabbit holes to dive into with that one. A little bit of rabbit holes for sure. Kind of put some things into perspective, like what is uh, what really is important out here in this thing called life. So there you officially have it. Thank you for the feedback, partner. My motivation minutes of the day. All right, one final time. The last time I'm fucking asking anything else from that side of the screen. No, sir. I believe we have covered just about everything we could have possibly covered today, my friend. I would have to concur with you, sir. Uh, tickets to be cashed starting <laughs> right Actually, around. Uh-oh. Go right ahead. Dolphins minus five if Mike Lennon is starting for the fucking Giants in Miami. You'd be surprised if somebody just sent me a text uh, 10 minutes ago with Dolphins minus four and a half locked in the bet slip uh, with also the Giants expect Mike Lennon to start. I should have actually been. I should have. Shout out, Dusty. Uh, should have been on. I, I should have been on the ball last night. I found that out last night. I should have tweeted about that. Like, I, I knew about all of that freaking day to day. I knew about the day to day yesterday afternoon. I should have been on top of that. I was just. I fell asleep. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, saw uh, stuff about Danny Jones yesterday. I just didn't know that. I saw it was... the Mike Lennon, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 5:42 a.m. that tweet was, and I, I saw something about it late last night, like 11 o'clock. You know, I stay up late, so yeah. I was like, "Dad, gum, bad man." Mike yeah, bad. Not good at all. Uh, well, hey, appreciate you uh, bringing it to the attention. <laughs> no, no, I think I might. Uh, I think I honestly might take a look at the old Miami Dolphins. I'm interested yeah. in them at minus four and a half, minus five two, especially under key number. I, yeah, I think so. They played damn good last week, my friend. We cashed that ticket if you. Uh, if you tell the money line on that, loved that play. So there you go. There you have it. That's all we got for today. That's the show. Uh, last but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Max.
Thank you so much for choosing to stop by the Talking the Line podcast today on this gorgeous December 1st, Wise Words Wednesday, 2021. Can't thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts uh, for all of your support, your following, your likes, your comments, your shares, everything in between. Please keep doing so. It only helps us make this TTL Sports Media rocket ship bigger and better for each and every one of you, which is why we do it. We don't do it for ourselves. We, this is a dream and passion of ours, and we absolutely love it. We do it for you guys. Please keep hanging on. Keep sticking around. You're about to see the Turbo Boosters engaged on the rocket ship. Stick around once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Last but certainly not least, we hope you all have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans, filled with nothing but good vibes, positivity, and most importantly, getting tickets to the pay window because you know how we finish it here at the TTL pod. <clears throat> Partner? Let's cash some tickets.